He loves the outdoors with Mother Nature and all those pretty flowers, plants, and trees. She loves the inside, designing and installing boutique kitchens and baths. Put them together, and you've got the Inside Out Show with David Sherwood and Anne-Marie Boges. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on your home for all things home improvement, inside and out. The Big 550 KTRS. Well, welcome to the Inside Out Show on the Big 550 KTRS. I am David Sherwood, Sherwood's Forest Nursery and Garden Center. We are open today uh, from 8 o'clock till 3, located on 2651 Barrett Station Road for 45-plus years. I don't know. I have to really do the math on that. Uh, we have sod today. Yay. <clears throat> Believe it or not. And uh, firewood, too. But we have uh, sod and the uh, uh, groundhog didn't see its shadow, so that means it's going to be an early spring, I think. I, I get confused about that, honestly. But. I think that, that, I think that's what my mother-in-law told me. So <laughs> she 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 knows how all that uh, folklore works. So. Yeah. Well, uh, let's hope it. So, anyway, but it feels yeah. like it. it's fifty-six it's degrees nice out right now. Yeah. Crazy. And you? Yeah, I'm Anne Marie from Anne Marie Design Studio. We have a Wildwood showroom regarding kitchens and bath renovations. We do it all, basically anything from floor to ceiling in your whole entire house. We will design and install everything that you could think about. So we are here today to answer questions and talk to you about anything related to both of our favorite subjects, which is plants, outdoor, gardening, all those things, and interior renovation, designs, material selections, all that stuff. If you guys have any questions you want to review with us, 314-931-5877. You can call in live or you can text in 84126. Any questions you have, we're happy to answer them. Sure we actually have a fantastic guest on the show today. Yes, we do. And who is this? This is Eric Jost. Jost. I did it again. Jost. <laughs> From C. There's, jo- there's a Jost in the uh, greenhouse business. I'm there is. Related to the there same is. family. The pair, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Well, pair welcome. Pair. Welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Yeah. So you work with C. Bennett which is a fantastic company. I've known them, gosh, I don't even know how many years now, but you have so many really cool things. Tell everyone what C. Bennett is all about and how you got into this. Yeah, so um, our company is C. Bennett Premium Building Supplies. We're in O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, Been around since 1980. Um, We specialize in a variety of products uh, for your home remodel uh, or your new home construction product, uh, or project, I should say, starting with fireplaces. Uh, We do shower doors, mirrors, closet organization systems, appliances, and outdoor living products. So we can kind of be a one-stop shop if you're doing a remodel project or um, a new home construction project. Yeah, we've used you guys for lots of fireplaces in the past. That's one thing that I think you're excited to talk about today. I feel like you've got a passion for fireplaces. Just a bit. Yeah, just, just a bit. A bit. <laughs> um, I think let's talk first about the fireplaces and the concept of what you all offer there. You offer both, you know, a f- wood yeah, you know, so fire regular. Yeah, absolutely. So everything from from wood burning fireplaces to gas fireplaces to electric fireplaces that have become very popular just because of the ease of installation and the variety of places that you can put them. Um, so we have a design center, uh, six thousand square feet. Um, but I think one of the things we do a good job at is not just um, uh, selling and educating customers about the fireplaces themselves, but also the design material around them. Um, because in this day and age with, with the amount of heat that fireplaces put out, uh, specifically gas fireplaces, it's very pop or it's very important that the design and surround materials integrate with the clearances that are required from the heat that come out of the fireplace. Um, and then also with, with all the displays that we have, we have a variety, a variety, I should say of surround products as well. Um, from typical products that you've, you know, I'm sure everybody's seen over the years, marble and mantle and so on and so forth, but also a lot of stone products, um, metal surrounds, 
um, and all sorts of different mantles. So um, I really enjoy that personally, the, the actual design part of it, um, because there's really two aspects to a, a properly done fireplace installation. One is the fireplace itself, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but really importantly, since the fireplace is off 99% of the time, I think is the design material around it. Mm-hmm. And if that's done right, you can integrate that, as you know, Anne-Marie, um, with the design aesthetics of the room and make it sort of more of a holistic approach to where it really accentuates the overall space. Yeah, you're speaking my language now. I love that whole entire, <laughs> everything you said, yes. And I know fireplaces can be overwhelming, and I think that's what's really cool about having you guys as a reputable company to help just that process. So it's not so scary going and picking something out. So Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think first and foremost, while I'm in sales with C. Bennett and have been for 28 years now, uh, I don't really look at myself as a salesperson, but more of an educator. Yeah. Uh, I believe the fireplace is one of the most misunderstood things in the house, how they work. People are scared of wood. People are scared of gas. What are my options? Um, I've got a wood-burning fireplace. I don't use it. Um, yeah. what, can I, what can I do? I how can I transform that? So it's just, it's again, that makes my job um, more of an educator than anything else. And, yeah. and um, kind of taking the, the customer by the hand and leading them down the road of other options. And at the end of the day, letting them decide what works best from an application Uh, but also from a standpoint of cost. Cool. Well, I'm so glad you're here today with us. So thank you very much. And speaking of educators, we do have our our friend Matt. Yes. He is calling in today from Seed St. Louis. Right. I think he's on. Hello. Hey, Matt, how are you? I'm doing well. Hope you guys are doing well, too. Excellent. It's a beautiful spring day. It's a good day for everybody to start thinking about Seed St. Louis and all the wonderful projects you have. And maybe to start with, introduce uh, your website, your company, uh, info and uh, various things like that, then we'll go over that uh, planning uh, calendar to start with. Sure. Um, we are Steve St. Louis. We are a nonprofit that supports community gardens, school gardens, urban orchards, and urban farms throughout St. Louis City and St. Louis County, and also Madison County and St. Clair County in Illinois. We have 250 projects across the region, and they are growing lots of food, educating lots of kids. And it's really this kind of weather right now is enticing everybody to get excited about the spring coming and start their planning process. And for information, you can go to www.seedstl.org. That's and perfect. the uh, planting calendar I'm looking at right now, mm-hmm. we're, we're into February, so you there know, are times that, yes. there's things there's that can start happening. And you've got it all you know, uh, set up where it shows like starting uh, seedlings indoors and Things like uh, uh, the bok choy can be started now, and uh, uh, cabbage, and well, actually broccoli and cabbage could have been started in January. Uh, so, which are kind of in the same. We're almost in January still, but things like that, and eggplant, and some of your uh, cold cold crop lettuces and things can all be started uh, indoors from seed. And and the uh, the chart itself is really great because it tells you when you can uh, plant your seedlings and when you can. Uh, sow seeds directly into the ground and uh, et cetera, et cetera, in different planting periods. And uh, how is this funded? Well, the planting calendar itself um, is sponsored by St. Louis Composting, one of our major partners in terms of bringing lots of soil and mulch out to our projects. Right. But with the planting calendar itself, it is designed for the St. Louis region. So you can get pick off a copy off of our website, but we also have nice hard printed copies that we'll be having delivered to retailers in the near future including Sherwood's Forest. Right. So you can go by there and pick them up. But, yes, it's a great resource. It's definitely our most popular piece of material that we send out because it does really show when to plant, when to harvest, and when you possibly plant again looking at the fall season. And I know you've got a lot of upcoming events. I don't have the uh, your website in front of me right now, but uh, you want to go over some of the uh, 
events that uh, you'll be hosting and uh, or uh, things that are going on in February and maybe early March? Sure. If you go to our website, we definitely have um, individual classes going on right now starting in February. But our big one is our Community Agriculture Conference on Saturday, February 17th, where really our whole community comes together. We have about 200, 250 people show up. This year, we at the Delmar Divine Project, which is just east of Delmar Loop. We'll have a keynote session, multiple breakout sessions. It runs from 8.30 in the morning till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's a great way to bond over plants, over bugs, over insects, and over animals. Now, how it all relates back to growing food. That sounds awesome. Really nice. And uh, uh, what what are some of the projects that you're starting maybe in new areas that uh, something you might be excited about that's that's going to be happening this spring? Any Any new neighborhoods or interesting schools or things of that sort that might be going on? I think one thing we're looking at, too, is actually just combining both what we're doing around growing food with native plantings. And one cool project we did in Dutchtown in South City with the Missouri Department of Conservation was bringing in native plants to go in the mulching around an orchard tree. Wow. We're going to plant the orchard tree anyway. We're going to have a mulching there anyway. But if we can actually reduce some of the maintenance with actually the weeding of the mulching, but then actually enhance it by putting native plants in there, too, at the same time and seeing how they do and help promote the overall food ecosystem, we want to try to figure out ways to do that. Very nice. And uh, you were, you have a lot of uh, corporate sponsors that help you. I know St. Louis Compost is one with uh, the materials and things. Are there other ways people can get involved financially or uh, with on a volunteer status? If you go to our website, you can easily volunteer. We take individual volunteers or corporate volunteers going out to a garden and taking a couple hours and really making an impact, especially in cleaning up a school garden. And then individually, yes, definitely. We're a nonprofit. We're based on donations and grants. So if you're willing to help support this effort and get more food out into the community, good fresh food, please look at our website, eatstl.org, make a donation. Yeah, we we talk about this all the time about how, you know, kids today and people in general don't have, you know, the, they don't spend the time outdoors as much as they mm-hmm. used to. They don't garden so much. or they, Kids don't cut their own grass. They don't they go dig a hole and, you know. A lot of the areas that you're putting some of these gardens in, you know, a lot of people have never been exposed to, you know, vegetable gardening and growing healthy type uh, crops and things. And it's a great service that you do that and also ex- expose, you know, younger as, as well as the older people that work and in, get involved in these gardens as something that they might want to get involved in as a career as well, you know, which is always a good thing. You know, for our We are a big ag city here. If we can get a few of our younger um, school garden participants to get engaged in agriculture and how to grow things. It can easily lead to a career and stay in the region, help support the local economy too. So that's yes. right. And you know, Big piece of it. all of, you know, all of our business, Anne Marie's business and construction and uh, interior mm-hmm. uh, um, kitchen and baths and things. And my See friend you. here, Mr. Jost, uh, on the fireplaces. We're all looking for people, and uh, of mm-hmm. course, we're looking for people that uh, can plant trees and all that kind of stuff. And it's spring is coming in really quick right now. We're, we, we're bringing in loads of trees. Uh, next week, we're getting one of our first loads from Monrovia. With we bring a lot of our peonies and different things in uh, dormant this time of year, so that they don't get messed up when we ship them, uh, mm-hmm. and they're much much easier to ship when they don't have those delicate uh, leaves on them. But it it's amazing that uh, you know we're we're approaching Valentine's Day, and when it seems like once Valentine's Day comes, that's when. Our phones start ringing, and it gets right. a lot busier. And uh, you have a lot of planning to do in, in your uh, your business, and I'm sure that you're starting to get some of in the next few weeks. You'll start prepping some of your gardens, I'm sure, in some of the neighborhoods, huh? 
once that conference comes on the 17th, it just rolls from that point on. Everybody's excited. Everybody's ready to go. They want to get those plants outside as soon as they can, and we're trying to dump. Not quite yet. We're not past the freeze date yet. Hang not on. quite there yet. Temper it, yeah, temper it a little bit. Does uh, St. Louis actually have any facility where they grow any of these little liners and things, or is it kind of all done in individual places? Do you have a, any kind of a building or anything where you get your starters or, or you know, hold on to your supplies and things like that, a local lo- location, so to speak? We currently work with um, various suppliers, but we're in the process of raising money to build a brand-new demonstration garden okay. next to our office. That's part of the hopeful future plans when I call in. Maybe in a few months, I can give you more details about that. But to have a location where people can really come learn both the good and the bad of right. growing food and take that information back to their school, to their home, to the community garden, or to their business even, right. how to improve their nature and grow food. And growing or- food somewhat organically is is you know, mm-hmm. is tricky in the sense that you, you know, you've got to – Know how to use beneficial insects and what insects you want to keep in the gardens and uh, different things you can do. And if you have a lot of volunteers and people, a lot of times you can uh, take care of some of those hornworms and different things like that easily, you know, physically mm-hmm. by removing them versus, you know, laying a bunch of chemicals on things. And right. I know St. Louis Compost with uh, all their great materials they give you uh, keeps your weeds down and helps that situation quite a bit. And we look forward to uh, getting a stack of those uh, calendar planting calendars. They're great. I've got one in my hands right here, and uh, we really appreciate St. Louis Composting, of course, for sponsoring them as well as all the other people that help uh, keep uh, you running at Saint, at uh, Seed St. Louis. And, again, uh, your phone number? Our phone number is 314-588-9600. And primarily the website is the best place with seedstl.org. And I will get those planting calendars to you next week. Sounds great. We appreciate it as always, Matt, and uh, we'll have a, a link to that uh, posted on my uh, Facebook page and our business page, and uh, we hope to be talking to you again or some other people from your um, organization in the next few weeks. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thanks Thank a lot, so much, Matt. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. This is the Inside Out Show. I'm David. I'm Anne-Marie. And I'm Eric Jost. And then we'll be right back after this message. So you just bought an electric car. Now you have to have some type of electrical service at the house for the car. Whom are you going to call? Can I recommend somebody? Baldy Electric. Baldy Electric's been around since 1996. Michael Baldy is a licensed electrician. He's OSHA certified, LEED certified, and everybody who works for him is as well. They're the best, whether indoor or outdoor for your electrical needs, whether it's an old house in the city or a brand-new commercial building. Baldy Electric will make sure it is done right. Now, being an electrician, he's the expert. I'm comfortable maybe plugging in my battery for my phone. Outside of that, I'm calling Baldy Electric. Whether it's for lighting for the outside, security systems, appliance installation, backup generators, that's always a big deal. If it's electrical, I go to Baldy Electric. BaldyElectric.com, 314-968-9999. For all of your electrical needs, indoor, outdoor, Commercial, residential, baldyelectric.com. This is Susan. Hello. She wants to protect her income bucket from Uncle Sam. The three types of buckets inside my big bucket. Taxable income, tax-deferred income, and tax-free income. Ferguson Financial Group in Chesterfield does not provide tax or legal advice, but 
does specialize in financial products and personalized strategies to emphasize the tax-free income bucket so you can keep more of what you have worked so hard to earn. Thank you, Ferguson Financial Group. Find out more at FFGSTL.com. That's FFGSTL.com. Ferguson Financial Group. You know, it was in 2007 when they came to me and said, would you have a problem advertising for R&R sanitation porta-potties? And I said, sure, no problem. But I didn't even know they needed advertising. Turns out they were in the middle of a porta-potty war. Somebody wanted to put them out of business, and so they needed to advertise. Well, guess what? All these years later, one of our biggest and best supporters is R&R Sanitation Porta-Potties. Why? They're local company, locally owned, locally operated, and yes, even though we joke and we think of them as a porta-potty company, what R&R Sanitation really is a customer service company because when you need porta-potties for the events down the street, for the block parties, for the work done on the house, for Mardi Gras, whatever it may be, you want a company you can trust. You want a company that will drop off and pick up in a moment's notice. You got it. R&R Sanitation or R&R Portable Toilets. When they really do want your stinking business, R&R Sanitation or R&R Portable Toilets.com. If you don't have a tax plan, you can't have a financial plan. Not properly planning your taxes in retirement could leave you with paying hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in unnecessary taxes. The choice is yours. You can ignore it and hope for the best. Or you can join me, Kevin Lloyd, the host of When Retirement Happens, and get a better understanding of ways to help you control your taxes in retirement. Reserve your seat at our next tax workshop by calling 314-641-1010. There's no cost or obligation to attend, though we do require you to be within five years of retirement or already retired with at least 500000 of investable assets. You can also sign up online at whenretirementhappens.com to join me, Kevin Lloyd, 314-641-1010. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member of FINRA SIPC. Family-owned and operated, Morelli Tuck Pointing has been repairing chimneys and walkways and porches, foundations, entire homes, anything brick and stone for 32 years. Morelli's longtime dedicated employees have earned them an A-plus rating with the BBB and the prestigious BBB Torch Award. They've also received the Angie Super Service Award each year since 2005. Great reviews on Google, Angie, and BBB encourage you to call 314-645-1387 when you need tuck pointing repairs or visit MorelliTuckPointing.com. Now, the Inside Out Show continues with Anne-Marie Boches and David Sherwood. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on the Big 550 KTRS. Well, welcome back to the Inside Out Show. This is Anne-Marie Boches with Anne-Marie Design Studio here with David Sherwood from Sherwood's Forest and Nursery. We are glad you're here on this beautiful Saturday. And we have a fantastic guest with us today. His name is Eric Jost from C. Bennett Premier Premium Building Supplies. I say it all the time. I just call it C. Bennett. It's I mean, good. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. easier. <laughs> but if you guys are listening and would like to ask us any questions, feel free to text in at 84126 or give us a call at 314-931-5877 and we can talk about all kinds of things that you're you're thinking about doing for your home. And we, we did get a couple texts. Uh, somebody wants to know whether or not we sell sod all year long. And we do sell it uh, most of the year. It just kind of depends on... What's going on with the weather? Uh, as long as it's not totally frozen, we can sell sod, and we do sell it. Uh, we have it in stock right at this point in time. And there's another text 
Uh, somebody wants to know, <clears throat> hey, my toilet upstairs is making a weird ringing, humming song sound when I flush it. What's the deal here? Thanks. <laughs> That's potentially the ball cock. <laughs> so fun words to say here. But uh, right. toilets, a lot of times it's about what maybe you turned your water off in your whole house. When you're going to turn your water back on, just in case this is maybe what happened a little while ago, you didn't notice it, now you're hearing it. Um, sometimes when you're turning the water off and you turn it back on, or maybe the city has turned the water off somewhere, like we just had this in our subdivision, when you go to turn the water back on, you kind of hear air bursts into the water. You know what I'm talking about, your faucets. Right. Before you flush your toilet, you should always run as much water as you can before the toilet is the first one to get the water flushing, because water will sort of burst out of it as fast as possible, which messes with the ball cock that's inside of the tank of the toilet. So um, that's probably something that can be replaced. You can get that at a hardware store. So hopefully that is the answer. Yeah, and sometimes if you have a, if you're talking about it being an upstairs toilet, if it's one that maybe is not used a lot, a lot of times I've seen, at least in my own personal toilet use, certain certain ones that are not flushed a lot, they might tend to whine a little bit So and, and hum yeah. like that. but. You know, because the mechanism and all the valves and things are a little bit dry okay. and squeaky. So, yeah, yeah, it's pr- probably a very easy fix, like you said, just yeah. a, a ball cock and uh, take care of it that way. So I will say on new toilets, if you ever get a new toilet, anyone listening, especially like Kohler, I can for sure say they have this. When you open the lid of the tank, now there's a sticker back there that has a, um, what do you call the, the little square thing you put your phone over it? Yes, a uh, little uh, QR, QR code. QR code has a QR code. You can just literally put your phone over top of it. It pops up a, a screen and asks you, what are the things that are going wrong with my toilet? Yeah. And it tells you all the things that it could be. It tells you if you can fix it on your own and or it tells you who to call in case you cannot fix it on your own. So it's pretty cool. That's right. So, so yeah, the toilets are something we all have to deal with. And the, those parts, you know, you think, well, I just I just replaced that part, you know, seems like last year and yeah. it's yeah, five years again. ago. We've got hard water too. So <laughs> The hard water, definitely. Yeah. So I've got some questions for you, Eric. I know sure. a lot of people will come in a project we're working on. Maybe we're doing a kitchen, but across the way is their fireplace. Maybe mm-hmm. their house is 20 or 30 years old, and they're like, you know what? We have a, you know, from the home builder, they have a wood-burning fireplace, and they don't love wood-burning fireplaces. I hear this more often than not. They're afraid of, you know, we don't want to let it burn out all night long, and we don't want to wait for it to burn out. So that's also just everyone's personal opinion. But they don't want to know what to do. Should Can I, should I go to a gas fireplace? Like, how is that kind of process something you guys can help with? Absolutely. So uh, over the years, our, our company, we started in business in 1980. And then some of the other um, fireplace um, uh, shops throughout the St. Louis area have literally installed thousands upon thousands of uh, prefabricated, which means just a metal box, um, uh, wood-burning fireplaces. And, um, you know, people maybe have used them at first. Um, when they first moved in, it, it seemed kind of fun, and, and then they just stopped using them. And with everybody's fast-paced lifestyle these days, um, I refer to a wood burning, uh, when you're burning wood, as an event. Uh, it's not something that you do for an hour or, hey, I'm getting ready to go to bed. I want to enjoy you know, a fire um, or I want to get up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, and, and enjoy fire. So you, you just don't do it. Um, you have to store wood. You have to bring wood in. It's messy. It's dirty, so on and so forth. So um, there's several options. One is to uh, put a gas log in the fireplace. Um, so our company will actually run a gas line, uh, into the fireplace, into the side, uh, and then install a gas log. Um, and gas logs can be vented or vent free. And, um, I think a vented gas log is the, the most uh, realistic thing you can get to a real wood burning fire. The great thing about a gas log is it's fire on demand. Um, so if you're getting ready to go out for the evening and you want to, uh, 
um, you know, have a glass of wine or whatever before you go out because maybe it's too expensive to buy at the uh, at the restaurant. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you can have a fire for half an hour or before you go to bed or in the morning when you're, you know, when I was going to say reading the paper, but I don't know the name of us do that anymore. So when you're looking at your tablet. Um, so it's just, again, it's gas on demand. And, and I have so many people that come in and say, I haven't used my fireplace for 20 years. Um, you know, we sell them a gas log and they're like, why didn't we do this uh, a long time ago? Um, so, but, um, you know, some people, and then you have event free gas log as well. What does that mean? Um, so that means basically in, in, in the real word, the real technical term is it's dual listed dual, meaning it's listed as a product that you can operate with your damper closed and all the heat comes into the room or you can operate it with your damper open. Um, and the heat goes up the chimney. And you might say, well, why would I do that if, if I want to enjoy the efficiency? Well, with a vent-free product, they put off a tremendous amount of heat. Um, and, it can all, and it can get to the standpoint or to the point where it's running out of the room. Um, but you still want to enjoy the ambiance of the fire so you can open up the damper. The perfect example I like to say is, you know, Christmas. We want to have a fire and so forth. But we've got all these people at the house and the vent freeze running us out, well, then you can open up the damper. Um, but some people are scared of gas, and, and, you know, I think we do a good job of educating people on the safety of, of, a, of a gas fireplace and, a, and a, um, a gas log. But if you're just not comfortable with that, um, we also offer electric um, options, whether it be electric log set, which just fits inside of your existing opening, much like a gas log, or we also offer um, electric inserts where, um, uh, the product goes in and there's a shroud, um, basically that goes around it that kind of covers up the area that's left between the fireplace and the, um, uh, the electric insert itself. And then from an aesthetic standpoint, with so many of these prefabricated fireplaces that are out there in the St. Louis metropolitan area, you've got a lot of black showing on the face of the fireplace, whether it be grills or, or louvers, um, where the concept there was to have the fan blow the heat through them. Um, or sometimes it's just a flat black panel that, uh, unfortunately, the, the contractor that doesn't cover up with, with masonry or, or marble or something like that. So we actually sell a product called a reface kit um, that comes in three dozen different um, uh, powder-coated finishes um, and essentially covers up that entire face of that fireplace with a much more decorative feature. Uh, I like to call it the jewelry of the fireplace. Oh, sounds nice. It's absolutely, it's a, it's a wonderful product. And now you don't have to tear out your fireplace to actually give an aesthetic look to the exterior of the fireplace. Um, and then if you add a gas log, now you've added something on the inside. And essentially you've replaced a fireplace, which is typically a $10,000 project um, or more. And you've done it for less than half of that with a gas log and a reface kit. So um, I, I think that with fireplaces, again, somewhat of a misunderstood um, uh, product. So I like to look at my job as more of an educator. Uh, if you come into our design center, um, myself or, you know, several of our other, uh, my other sales um, counterparts will find out what you have, will educate you about the options. And at that point, it's up to you to pick the one that best not only suits your needs, but also suits your, um, you know, your pocketbook. Yeah. We, we did get, was that a good enough answer? That was a fantastic okay. good answer. Right. We did get a text in here. Somebody said that they bought four Arbovitas before Christmas. I want them... To use them as a privacy fence, which is perfect. I have not planted them yet. Should I plant them now or should I plant them and should I plant them in the plastic pots or directly in the ground? Today would be perfect day to plant them. Hopefully you've kept the, those arborvitas in a, you know, outdoor in the porch or in the garage or someplace where they, you know, kind of been tempered off to our weather. If you haven't, uh, it's still a perfect time to plant them because we're going to be in the 50s for the next I don't know, week to 10 days or so, something like that, high of 50s. So, and the ground is not frozen at all. So you can go ahead and plant those arborvitas now, take them out of the plastic pots, 
and uh, go ahead and get some St. Louis compostings, compost, and uh, put them in around the uh, backfill. Mulch them in good, and try to your your water hoses are probably turned off outside. Uh, if they are, go ahead and get some water to those plants somehow. Uh, if you have to carry a couple five gallon buckets out there, do that a couple times uh, between now and the time we get the next rain or something like that. And, and and for that being said, anybody that has newly planted landscaping that might have been done in November, uh, if you have an opportunity, if we have a uh, this heat stays up the way it is, and if you have the opportunity to get out and get some water to it. Try to get some water to that new landscape. This is that little break that we get sometimes in February where it gets dry and it gets uh, not too cold where you have the opportunity to water again. And the, those new plants need to get watered so that they settle in and they they don't um, and they may have heaved a little bit in the, out of the ground. So get them a good watering on them. And if you're feeding uh, the plants when you're planting them, you can go ahead and use Biotone Starter Plus with your backfill. So it's a great time to do that. So get them in the ground now. Um, also, I have one more question yeah. here. The text here says, we are thinking about putting a fireplace in our basement. Is it possible to vent it out? Uh, yes, it is. Um, sometimes you can vent it through the band board of the fireplace or of the um, of the house, um, which is the band board is basically um, the wood sill that goes around and sits on top of the foundation. Uh, but we can also uh, core through the side of the foundation. Uh, and there's no structural issue with doing that. Um, so absolutely. And, and I, I live by the motto, if you can vent it, vent it. Um, I think you'll eliminate some potential, um, things that maybe you don't like about a vent free product. Um, so that's where I think we can, you know, come out and do a site consultation, um, see what you have, see how your basement lays out and see what we can do to, to put in a vented product for you. That sounds great. Great folks. If you have any questions for anybody here, for David Sherwood on, on landscaping or, Eric Jost on fireplaces and such, and or Anne-Marie Designs, Anne-Marie Boges, you can give us a call at 314-931-5877 or Texas 84126. This is David Sherwood. I'm Anne-Marie. And I'm Eric Jost. And we'll be right back after these messages. Hi, this is John Shape. What's the one thing everybody talks about when it comes to roofing contractors? Is he local, and will he be there when I need him? I'm sure Jay Compton Roofing will be. They have over 48 years of expertise in the roofing industry. The Compton Roofing family has been serving St. Louis homeowners for over 72 years. Jonathan Compton prides himself in taking care of all his customers. Whether you need repair, replacement, storm damage, or total roof replacement, or that custom home, they'll be there to take care of your needs. They will work with your insurance company every step of the way to get everything that you deserve. Jay Compton Roofing understands that if he takes care of you, you will tell your friends, and that's the best advertising there is. Call Jay Compton Roofing for a no-obligation estimate at 314-800-9859. That's 314-800-9859. Or their website, the letter J, CompronRoofing.com. J, Compton Roofing, experience you can count on and quite frankly, quality that you should expect. Join your St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and music director Stefan Denev for Carmina Burana. This epic work delivers goosebumps with its songs of joy, love, and celebration. Experience Stefan's Trilogy of Fate, Featuring evocative music by Arvo Pert, Lara Auerbach, and Richard Wagner. February 17th and 18th at Stiefel Theater. Tickets at slso.org. 
KKTRS listeners, Roger Wiggins and here at Don Rogers Limited, 6727 West Main in Belleville. Well, all through the month of February during our retirement sale, we're deducting 50% off the regular price of all our remaining beautiful men's and women's apparel and accessories. Nothing is held back. Guys, we have suits $395 for $197.50. We've got sport coach $250 for $125. We've got trousers for $79, now for $39.50. Jeans, $39.50. Gals, we got a great selection of ladies' jeans and pants. So come in, take advantage. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, 930 to 4. Park at the door, walk and get waited on. Don't forget, we have our beautiful building for sale on Main Street. Great parking, beautiful apartment above the business, big garage, tons of storage. And if you want to put retail in here, if you buy the building, I'll leave it turnkey. I'll leave all the fixtures for you. So don't forget, this is the last push all through February, 50% off the regular price. Come in, take advantage of these great deals. And as always, I thank you so much for listening to my commercial. Got gold? Get green at Jewels on Hampton. Jewels on Hampton pays the most for your precious metals. Jewelry, gems, currency, antiques, and collectibles. Jewels on Hampton buys precious and semi-precious gems and stones, scrap gold, and sterling silver. Jewels on Hampton buys and sells paper money, wristwatches, and pocket watches. They even take pianos and cars. To sum up, bring your gold chains, bracelets, rings, coins, dental gold, and more to Jewels on Hampton. 4506 Hampton Avenue in St. Louis. And get green. Online at JewelsOnHampton.com. You've had all these great ideas about what to do with your outside space now's the time to take the next step and call outdoor living because pat Leahy and the gang at outdoor living have built a showroom which is a great resource for you you can go in and see all the products they have the composite decking the metal framing you see at outdoor living what they pride themselves on is building it right the first time and never having to worry about it again so they build it you can enjoy it for the rest of your life. Outdoor Living, their showroom on Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood is a great resource for you. You can go and see all the different ways and all the different things they can do. Then they'll come out, they'll do a site visit, and in just a few short weeks, you will have the dream deck, fence, gazebo, pergola, whatever it may be. Outdoor Living, right there in Big Bend and I-44 in Kirkwood. 314-966-3325. Or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Check out the showroom and take that next step. You'll love it. Outdoor Living or OutdoorLivingInc.com. Now, the Inside Out Show continues with Anne-Marie Boches and David Sherwood. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on the Big 550 KTRS. Welcome back to the Inside Out Show on the Big 550 KTRS. We will be on today until 1 o'clock. We did have a question. What company is Aaron with? Aaron, I think they mean Eric. Sorry. Yes, sorry. We talk fast yes. sometimes. I've been called worse. Yes. <laughs> Eric Jost, he is with yeah. C. Bennett. It's C. Bennett Premium Building Supplies. So give us your contact information. We've not given that out at all yet. Yeah, for sure. So our phone number is 636-379-9886. And our uh, web address, if you want to look us up on the internet, is C, as in Charlie, Bennett, which is B-E-N-N-E-T-T dot net. And our design center is open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 4.30. We are also open on Saturday from 9 to 1. We're closed on Sunday, um, but we also um, we also do appointments. Uh, I've got a 2 o'clock appointment actually in the office today um, with a customer who's building a no, new home with a custom builder here in St. Louis. So, um, Where would you describe that your showroom is located? Uh, that's a great question. So we're in O'Fallon. Um, 
if you're heading west, you, you O'Fallon, uh, Missouri. Yeah, sorry about yeah, sorry about that, O'Fallon, Missouri. Sorry about all you Illinois listeners there. Um, I went to Edwardsville High School, so I'm not uh, I'm not against uh, Illinois by any means. So. I went to modern day. There yeah. you go. Well, there you go. Breeze, Illinois. Breeze, I believe, that's right? Right. Yeah, there you go. Um, ski soda. That's right. At any rate, um, <laughs> so um, if you're heading west, you get off at the Bryan Road exit. Um, get on the North Outer Road heading west, uh, which is actually called West Terra. And um, about a mile down, we're on the left-hand side. Um, if you're heading west to Lake of the Ozarks, Kansas City, Wentzville, something like that, you'll actually see our company um, on the right-hand side. We, we butt up right next to the highway. We've got a big sign there. So once you pass the Bryan Road exit, um, you go maybe quarter mile, half mile, and we're, we're kind of right between the Bryan Road exit and the Lake St. Louis exit. Now, do you have to have an appointment to go in? Or can you just walk in any time? Uh, you can walk in any time. Um, for, for my clients, um, I like to have an appointment with them um, so that they specifically um, uh, see me um, so that we can go over you know, their selections and talk about what, um, what they want to do. Um, whether it be new home construction or a remodel. Yeah. Um, but certainly come in any time uh, during those hours. And um, uh, we've got two full-time dedicated uh, people that work our retail uh, part of our design center. So there's always somebody there to help you out and educate you on a variety of our products. Yeah. I feel like most people are going to walk in and immediately have questions. So knowing Absolutely. that you're going to come, that someone can answer your questions Well, a lot of people nice. have you know, gas log fireplaces. They're old-fashioned. They have a lot of code issues probably mm-hmm. when they were installed 30 years ago and things. And if some people want to upgrade their uh, fireplace or their gas logs and things, I'm sure that you can help them out with all that and, mm-hmm. and different kinds of starters and For things sure. that make things a lot easier. Absolutely. Should people come in with measurements of what they have already and pictures and things like that if they wanted to get that, that the, what you talked about earlier where you're just kind of replacing with the new insert? No, that's that's perfect. Yeah, pictures um, tell a thousand words, as they say. No, but in all seriousness, pictures are great because a lot of times it, it can be somewhat of a challenge for us as uh, the sales consultants to actually get a feel for what you actually have. Um, there's a lot of different terminologies that are used on fireplaces. And, and, and um, so to try to narrow down exactly what you have, pictures are great. Uh, measurements are good as well for the interior of the fireplace. Um, so if you are looking at a gas log, we can uh, kind of let you know what size that, um, that will fit in your fireplace. And should, you were talking about before about ventless or venting. My question kind of always goes around people asking if there is a problem with CO2 or carbon monoxide in the house with that. Right. So so all vent-free products are tested and listed to put off uh, 20 parts per million of uh, carbon monoxide or less. So if we look at a gas stove, um, if you have all the burners on, that's putting about 80 parts per million of carbon monoxide into the room. Um, but the key safety feature to a, to a vented log, or I'm sorry, to a vent-free log is they have something on there called an oxygen depletion system. Mm-hmm. And basically what that means is if the fireplace is starving for oxygen, the pilot flame itself will pull off. Um, it will be starved for air. So it will move off of something called a thermocouple, um, technical phrase there. Didn't but shut off. bottom line is once it moves off of that thermocouple and starts to, starts to tilt up because it's starved for oxygen, the thermocouple will not have heat on it anymore, and that will shut the, shut the system down. So they do have safety systems on there. Um, the one thing that, that, um, the one deterrence I think to vent free is, is some people are very sensitive to, um, the potential odor that it puts off because you are, you know, the byproducts of combustion are coming into the room. Uh, as I like to say, I can always tell when I walk into a room and a vent free product is on, uh, not that it's offensive, but over time, if you don't clean the logs and there's dust that accumulates on them and, or if they're out of place, you know, that can be a problem. Also, the logs have a specific and defined place they should be because the flame is actually coming up between the logs. If a log's out of place, it will soot, 
because when the log hits or when the flame hits the log, it, it, it stops the combustion process, it cools and it forms soot. And if over a, over a longer period of time, that soot has no place to go because there's no vent and it comes into the room. And sometimes you don't realize that until you move a picture and you've got this nice outline of where the picture is. And you can trust me, soot is not something, it's a petroleum-based soot product. Is not, not pretty. Soot is a bad, a bad, bad, bad deal. So it doesn't come off uh, very easily and it's a very expensive. Right, people don't burn candles a lot. I think some of the candles nowadays that are cleaner, but some of them do produce a lot of soot. There's no CO2, doubt about same it. Thing. Yep, absolutely. But just a little follow-up on uh, the person who was questioning the Arbovitas. They did leave them on their front porch, which is not an enclosed porch, which is great. They look great, and he's, they're asking, should we use 50% regular soil and 50% compost? And that would be a yes. That would be a great blend. They love the show, and we really appreciate everybody that's listening. If you'd like to give us a call, you can call us at 314-931-5877, or you can text us at 84126. I'm David. I'm Anne-Marie. And I'm Eric Jost. And we'll be right back after these messages. What if I told you that with one click to Wholesale Signing Depot, that's WSDepot.com, you can view the best selection of windows, doors, siding, and decking products that are durable, up-to-date, and energy-saving that will increase your home's value and comfort. All at wholesale pricing to save your hard-earned money. My grandson Elijah says, Are you kidding me? My name is Julius Krasanik, celebrating 51 years in this industry. Our local and family business is Wholesale Siding Depot. Please visit our website at wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. For name brand windows from Anderson and Viwinko, Certainteed Composite and Vinyl Siding, Pro-V and Masonite Doors, Decking from Azac, Envision, Fortress, and Trex. We also offer a free contractor referral service to take care of your installation needs. Keep it local and professional. Please visit wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. You know, it was in 2007 when they came to me and said, would you have a problem advertising for R&R Sanitation Porta-Potties? And I said, sure, no problem. But I didn't even know they needed advertising. Turns out they were in the middle of a porta-potty war. Somebody wanted to put them out of business, and so they needed to advertise. Well, guess what? All these years later, one of our biggest and best supporters is R&R Sanitation Porta-Potties. Why? They're local company. Locally owned, locally operated, and yes, even though we joke and we think of them as a porta potty company, what R&R Sanitation really is a customer service company. Because when you need porta potties for the events down the street, for the block parties, for the work done on the house, for Mardi Gras, whatever it may be, you want a company you can trust. You want a company that will drop off and pick up in a moment's notice. You got it. R&R Sanitation or R&R Portable Toilets. When they really do want your stinking business... R&R Sanitation or rnrportabletoilets.com. Do you have a financial plan or a real financial plan? Many advisors build financial plans and fail to account for your largest expense in retirement, taxes. You can't have a financial plan if you don't have a tax plan. There are only two years remaining to take advantage of the opportunity to substantially reduce or eliminate your future taxes before they go up in 2026. You owe it to yourself to learn how to control your taxes in retirement. If you're retired or within five years of retirement with at least $500,000 of investable assets, call 314-641-1010 and reserve your seat with myself, Kevin Lloyd, the host of When Retirement Happens for my next tax seminar, 314-641-1010 or 
Sign up online at whenretirementhappens.com. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member of FINRA SIPC. You're selling your home, and I want to buy it. This is Mike Robinson with Robank Properties, and I am ready to pay top dollar for your home. No contingencies, no inspections, no monkey business. I buy your home no matter the condition or location, and you walk away with cash. Call me, Mike Robinson, at 314-283-0867, 314-283-0867, or at robangproperties.com. That's R-O-B-A-N-G, properties.com. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Dan Lang. Join me every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 on the Big 550 for Animal Talk where I talk about everything regarding dogs, cats, and other domestic animals. Topics include nutrition, training, medical checkups, special guests show up now and then, and, of course, I'll answer your questions. So join me every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 for Animal Talk on the Big 550 KTRS, the Animal Talk of St. Louis. Now, the Inside Out Show continues with Anne-Marie Boges and David Sherwood. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on the Big 550 KTRS. Well, welcome back to the Inside Out Show. I'm Anne-Marie Boges with Anne-Marie Design Studio here on the Big 550 KTRS on the Inside Out Show. We have this fantastic guest who's giving us so much knowledge today. Thank you for that. I really appreciate learning so much from you, Eric. So we have one more question that I know happens all the time with my own clients and people are always wanting to know, should I put a TV over the fireplace? Well, um, it's such a popular thing these days and, and um, you know, should you? Yeah, you, you, you should and you can. I mean, obviously it, it maximizes your space and it allows you to have, you know, really the two visual enhancements of the room, meaning the TV and the fireplace. Yeah, like why fight over the focal point? Exactly. Very, very well said. I'm going to use that. Um so the key with a, a TV in front of the fireplace, first of all, the fireplace manufacturer and the TV manufacturer are not guaranteeing anything. So the key is to have a, a heat barrier between the two, um, which typically is a mantle, um, and that can be a wood mantle, a metal mantle, uh, a mantle that uh, we sell a fair amount of concrete mantles that look like wood um, and, and, and do a great job of, of kind of mimicking what a, what a real wood mantle looks like. Um, with wood mantles, you have to um, clearances come into play. So depending on the specific fireplace, um, a mantle will have to be so far above the fireplace based upon how deep the mantle is. So, for example, I'm going out to Webster Groves on Monday to meet with a designer and a contractor, and they're doing a see-through fireplace. So one side they want to put a TV above it. So we need to look at that and make sure they have enough room um, uh, based upon using a wood mantle compared to another type of mantle. So at, at any rate, yes, um, it, it happens all the time, but you really need to look at, um, what clearances are. So let's say you've got an existing fireplace and you're like, Hey, I'm going to put a TV above, above the fireplace. You really should consult, um, with a fireplace, uh, professional, uh, and you're in the St. Louis metropolitan marketplace and get them the model number of the fireplace that you have. And at that point, that can be looked up, and, and we can tell you, okay, you want to put a wood mantle. Uh, it's 8 inches deep. You have to be, uh, say, 20 inches above the opening of the fireplace. And typically the opening of the fireplace is considered, um, you know, kind of where the heat comes out. And, and, but, again, that can be something that, that we can uh, communicate. Yeah, um, and every spec is different. Yeah, every, every spec is different. The more heat the fireplace puts out, 
um, the more uh, the more that comes into play. Also, don't think that you can automatically just recess the fireplace into the wall because at that point in time, you you come into the actual cavity that the fireplace is in. Um, and that may be something that the fireplace uh, manufacturer says you cannot do because now you restrict that open space um, that's above the fireplace behind the wall. Interesting. Good to know. Yeah. As a designer as well. For so, sure. So, yeah, we're always designing spaces like that, looking at different materials too. And a lot of people have an existing fireplace and ask, okay, so or, I'm just thinking out loud about it with them. They don't want to maybe pull out all their brick or they don't know if they can. They just want to paint the brick. What do you suggest or what do you guys offer there? Can you can you cover it up? What, what do you guys offer? Yeah, for sure. So, so we see so many people and I'm sure you do as well, Anne-Marie, in your, in your business. Um, well, where they have brick and they paint it. Um, and typically it's a light color, like a white. Um, and, and now it becomes more of an aesthetic, um, um, a feature and, and meshes much well, much better with the design elements that you have in the room, whether it be carpeting or pictures mm-hmm. or lighting or, or whatever. Um, but we also do a fair amount of refaces where, People want to take down their existing brick or they've got a marble and mantle, which is somewhat of a dated look, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to pull that down and put up stone or, or we also do metal walls, um, um, which are very unique. So we do a fair amount of refacing as well. Uh, and then sometimes once once that ball gets rolling and all that surround material is down and, and you just have a bare wall with drywall and so on and so forth, that can also be an opportunity to remove the fireplace itself and kind of upgrade from that standpoint. So, uh, you know, bottom line is with any project, um, it just depends on, you know, how much you want to spend and, and, and so on and so forth. So bottom line is there's a lot of options to change that fireplace because, as I like to say, if you've if you're been in your home 20, 25 years, maybe even less, you can change carpeting, you can change paint, you can change flooring, you can change furniture. But at the end of the day, as Anne-Marie so eloquently said, the fireplace is the focal point of the room. So doing something to that fireplace to kind of bring it up to not just modernize it, but bring it up to the same uh, level uh, from a design aesthetic that all the other things that you're changing in the room is is very, very important. Um, Because at the end of the day, you can do all that other stuff. And if the fireplace stays with the same decor that it was before, you've really got now this this product that really even sticks out maybe worse than it did prior to you changing everything else out so what about a hearth seat you know people a lot of people have the brick fireplace with a brick hearth seat what if they don't want to have that anymore can that come away so with any it's a great question with any wood burning fireplace the majority of time you have to have at least 20 inches of depth of non-combustible material out in front of that fireplace for sparks and so on and so forth that can can pop out Um, and that can be brick or tile or just something that's non-combustible um, now, with gas fireplaces, direct vent or even vent-free, um, there, there are no requirements. So a lot of times you can bring the finished material on the floor right up to the opening. So a wood floor, if you will, you can bring it right up to the opening. However, as LVP um, uh, has become popular, luxury mm-hmm. uh, vinyl planks, mm-hmm. um, uh, that has we, we've ran into some issues with the amount of heat that the fireplace puts off can actually cause some issues with that. So that's something where you kind of consult with us what flooring you're putting in. Maybe you raise the fireplace up a little bit. Maybe we put some sort of non-combustible piece out in front that's still flush to the floor. Um, but that's definitely a, a flooring product that has become very uh, in vogue in the last, mm-hmm. I don't know, four or five years that um, some issues have been come up with the with the heat that comes up. Yeah, out we've of had a lot of luck if you're looking for a, a good LVT product for it is Karn Dean, K-A-R-N-D-E-A-N. It's a very, very high quality product. And they do say there are three versions of it, like three series within the brand and two of them are 
are perfectly fine to go up to a heat source <laughs> like a fireplace. That's great to know. One of them's not, but the other two are. So excellent. that's helpful. Excellent, excellent. And let's get your information out there for everyone to hear again. Yeah, so um, our name of our company is C. Bennett Premium Building Supplies, located in O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, our phone number is 636-379-9886. Uh, our, Maybe uh, say that one more time. Yeah, sorry, a little faster. Uh, phone number is 636-379-9886. You can also find us on the web at C. Bennett, and Bennett is spelled B-E-N-N-E-T-T. So that would be cbennett.net. Perfect. We did have a, somebody was asking about cutting back knockout roses and a lemon tree they had in their garage. We'll talk a little bit more about that in the next hour. But as far as cutting back things like roses, I'd wait a week or couple, three weeks, because you still have some freezes to come. So if you want to shape them, if they're just gigantic and you want to cut them back a little bit, don't cut them back to the final area where you want to cut them until probably closer to March or so. So answer that Good question. To know. How do you know when it's the last freeze, right? Well, you know, it's just when you get it's freeze, it's not going to hurt oh. it as much as when you get that ridiculously five below zero kind of stuff. That's mm-hmm. when you get a lot of dieback on things. So we're not past that point in time yet, I don't think. I'm Eric, do you guys do cleaning of fireplaces as well? We actually, so yes and no. So we don't, we do not do chimney sweeps, um, um, but there's a there's a lot of um, qualified chimney sweeps around the St. Louis metropolitan area. Um, so we refer a lot of a lot of folks um, to different chimney sweeps. Um, as far as like gas logs um, and uh, direct vent gas fireplaces that are sealed with glass, um, that glass can be taken off and cleaned, and, and you'd be amazed at how much better the fireplace looks when you clean it. You'll be amazed upon what's coming off of that of that glass with a rag. So, yeah, we do do a lot of that. Um, and even if you have a gas log set that was put in 10, 15, 20 years ago, we can come in and kind of put new embers in there and, and new rock and clean off the logs and, and kind of spruce those up a little bit um, to make them look um, more like they did when you originally put them in. Or we also do a lot of gas log replacement where somebody has a log set that is 10, 15, 20 years old, and uh, some technology has changed where the new vented la- gas logs actually throw out some radiant heat into the room, um, but also just the styles and aesthetics of logs have changed um, pretty much like in any in industry. As, as years go by, things get better and more realistic. So Yeah, very helpful. Well, it's been so great having you on our show today. Thank you so oh, much been. for being here. Oh, my pleasure. It's been a great time uh, hanging out with you guys. Yeah, And we, we have dry firewood if you have a wood-burning right. fireplace. What a segue. We, we do keep it dry, so it's, it's available. This is the Inside Out Show. I'm David. I'm Anne-Marie. And I'm Eric Jost. And we'll be right back after these messages. Now, live from somewhere where the birds and the bees and remodeled kitchens and baths live together in harmony, this is the Inside Out Show with Anne-Marie Boches and David Sherwood. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on the Big 550 KTRS. Welcome back to the Inside Out Show. This is Anne-Marie Bogus with Anne-Marie Design Studio here with David Sherwood from Sherwood's Forest and Nursery. Yes. We are having a fantastic show today. We just had a fantastic guest. I, I know him because I do projects with him all right. the time, but his name is Eric Jost. He's with the company C. Bennett. I call it C. Bennett, just plain old C. Bennett. If you Google them, you'll find it, but it's really C. Bennett Premium Building Supplies, and their website is C. Bennett. That's spelled C is in Charlie, B is in boy, E N N E T T dot net. And they do have a good presence on Instagram and Facebook as well. They do. I, I, I looked at those uh, links, and I think we have the Facebook link on our on our post that we had. I believe that they did uh, 
set up that post as well, uh, uh, you know, on the uh, KTRS site, too. So that's cool. So. Yeah. And he's been just so knowledgeable about fireplaces. So if you guys have any questions about fireplaces, I can also give you his contact number um, to call him directly. But they, I guess the big thing is, what do you have going on in your house? Because we can help answer all kinds of questions about design and plants and gardening and just products in general, what you should do to your fireplace to make it look more more dressy or upscale or just updated. Maybe it's really, really outdated. Uh, our phone number here, feel free to give us a call, is 314-931-5877. And our text number is 84126. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Sure would. And we did have a few texts. Again, those people were talking about trimming back some things. They also had a lemon tree that was in their garage over the winter, and uh, when the freezing weather, when it got to be freezing, all the leaves dropped, and they brought it inside. Will it come back? Yeah, maybe. Uh, it depends if it froze or not. If that, if the stems are still firm and they're not real slimy, uh, kind of like asparagus would get if you left it in the refrigerator too long, and <laughs> the, the skin of the asparagus kind of gets wet, and mm-hmm. you know. You know, that's not a good thing. Uh, at any rate, uh, if if you have any kind of damaged stems, you can go ahead and trim them back a bit, uh, put it in a bright window, uh, take care of it uh, as you normally would, water it a little bit less inside. But the citrus trees can take a pretty good amount of cold. Obviously, in Florida, they've had years where they've, Florida and uh, California even, where they grow citrus uh, where they get in the 20s, you know, and uh, they'll have freezes and they'll lose their crops and, and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of the plant itself typically will handle that kind of cold, especially if it was in the garage. So hopefully you'll be in good shape on that. So another text, uh, somebody has uh, several Japanese yews, shrubberies around their house. They need to be trimmed. Can I trim them now or before spring or is July a better time? If you, again, if you want to lightly trim them, uh Maybe in a few weeks you can. If you if you trim them too late in the in the middle of the spring, they're flushing out. So you either want to typically trim those ewes before they start growing, or in July or so after they've started growing. That being said, if these ewes are really big and they've gotten overgrown, and you want them to be nice looking and a, a little bit more of a formal shape. Again, before they start pushing those new that new growth out, you can give them a little bit of a trimming sometime uh, in mid-March or so and shape them up a bit, and then you can trim them again in July if you'd like to. So it, it's kind of tricky. What a, you know you don't you don't want to trim them in the mid-season when they're starting to put out that new growth. And folks, if you'd like to give us a call, you can call us at three one four nine three one five eight seven seven or Texas at eight four one two six and. Uh, We'd be happy to answer any questions you might have regarding yeah. your landscaping and, and or your interior projects. Right. You might be looking at kitchens, baths, appliances, things, anything of that sort. Yeah, we'll be here for about another 50 minutes today, yes. so just this next hour here. And we will have trivia in the next, oh, half an hour probably. Yes. Um, while we're just chatting here, I think we should finish up the conversation about fireplaces, like what you could do to the exterior of your fireplace. I think a lot of people get stuck with just, you know, what they had and how do you just make it look a little better. Don't be afraid to rip it out and start brand new. I think a lot of people are afraid how much it could cost. It does cost a couple of thousand dollars if you're tearing it out and putting in something new. But if that's going to completely change the focal point of that space and then change really the whole entire feel of the house, do it. 
That's right. my gut. Do it. Uh, in our own home, we bought our house and it just had a standard white painted mantle. It kind of went from the floor up about 60 inches with a you know white chunky mantle. It's very traditional looking. And then there was a piece of marble that went around the fireplace. Very consistent to what you see in a St. Louis house in West County and other places, right? Um, and we tore that out. We put a new fire insert. We, it was wood before. And we put a gas log insert in as well, and we vented it to the exterior. Mm-hmm. And we then put stacked stone up about, we have a very tall ceiling. It's a, it's a one and a half story. So we have a very tall ceiling in the great room. And we put the stacked stone up about six foot high. And within that, we did mount a television above it. We put a big chunk of wood that came from, it's actually a railroad tie like a railroad track tie, you mm-hmm. know, one of those chunks of wood as the mantle. Nice. My husband loved me for picking that Nostalgic, out. Nostalgic, nice and heavy. So heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so heavy. Um, but it looks awesome. And we did follow all of the codes. I do know how to read the, the, the code specs. So that was easy for us because we knew exactly what to look for, how high it should go, how deep it could be. And then uh, and we did put a piece of stone at the bottom as the nice. hearth at the floor because at that time we still had carpeting in our living room. But now we have wood. So either way, it's combustible. So we do want to have a hearth, something that's not going to burn uh, right at the floor of that area. And then up above that, all the way to the ceiling, we took shiplap material. So like white, six-inch wide plank wood. And I put it together in a chevron pattern. So we found the center point, pointed it together in one huge chevron. And we made it look kind of like it's all aiming up at the the uh, the ceiling and we went all the way to the ceiling with crown molding and nice. I love the look. Then we put because I don't hunt but I do love deer. We put this huge fake deer head <laughs> up at the top that we found at Metro Lighting. It was no, very cute. Very nice. Well, it sounds like you're getting a nice uh, hearth for your fireplace with all that. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean I, that's just my own job. I do that. I'm at different clients' houses constantly, and there's right. different looks you can do from something that looks more uh, historical looking with. I don't know, some vintage touches, meaning you could paint the brick, but do like a very poorly painted brick. They call it German schmear. Right. It's a great look to a brick fireplace. And you could also rip down the, that and put large pieces of flat looking concrete tile. Very contemporary look. You know, they're talking about hanging a <clears throat> TV on top of a fireplace or a, mm-hmm. above that area. I, I guess there'd be some concerns, too, because typically if it's a real wood burning fireplace, it's all concrete up in there. And I'm not sure... But what what you would attach to and how you know how you can so we, you're going to want to get an electrician first of all right because they're, let how you them, get the power up there and mask right. it somehow yeah sometimes you need to if you have brick originally sometimes you can't drill all the way through it it depends on it really depends on how it's built you need to have a contractor or a carpenter and maybe a mason right come in there and touch it don't do it yourself if you're really not handy yeah. you'll just. <laughs> Have you know, more a melted later. TV set too? Right. You never know. I will say there's a really cool idea that we just found where we went to visit Immerse. It's a plumbing showroom that's in Brentwood. Um, it's beautiful. It's kind of in the industrial area of Brentwood, and they've got now a mirror that you mount over top of a television. That when the TV is turned on, you see right through it. So you're seeing the TV the whole time. But as soon as the TV is turned off, you're just seeing that mirror. So it's you buy a regular, you know, Samsung TV, a 60-inch TV, 66-inch TV. Mm-hmm. You get this mirror kit, and it mounts over top of it. It's got a frame. And it's it's pretty cool. Nice. I know. And we were watching them put one in at their showroom. So I will be definitely suggesting using those for projects. It was a really neat idea. Sounds like a lot of fun. What did you do on Tuesday's tips last week? 
Uh, or uh, this I, week. What did I do on Tuesday's tips? I'm pretty sure I to- showed befores and afters yeah. of a project. Just the process. I think that's a, a thing a lot of people don't know enough about is what real expectations are when you're going to do a before concept to an after. How long does it take? What do you expect with demolition? What could I turn this into instead of what it is right now? So my Tuesday's tip on this past Tuesday was showing this bathroom renovation we did. It was a, to be honest, it was a pretty large bathroom, but it was very under designed. Like right. it was this huge Basic. space in the middle that no one did anything with. Right. So we moved the, they had this little four foot shower. We gave them like a seven foot shower because we had a lot of room in the mm-hmm. space. And then we really just utilized all of the storage for cabinetry a whole lot better. We did very tall cabinets on the left and the right side that were for linens and then two sinks. And she does like to sit down and do her makeup and blow dry her hair. And so we gave her really cool inserts of of how to store like her blow dryer and curling irons and things like that. Cool. And made a really cute, cute, cute space for the bathtub. We wanted it to look a little more, a little more traditional and dressy, not so white and gray like a lot of people like i feel like less people are coming to me with with white a lot of our, a lot of our mm-hmm. crews will take a before and after picture of the jobs when we go in there before they rip out and then when they do the rip out then the finished product and it's it's neat to look at all that yeah to see what a transition can make and how the whole house looks different you know right just well and i'd be curious from your <clears throat> your point of view what the timeline is that it takes for you guys so for us to design something with a client if everything just goes super smoothly right. as in schedules work out really well selections are fairly quick budget's pretty uh, you know, in, in right. queue with everything, not a lot of changes. It still could take us four months yeah. from when we met with you to when we're ready to place your orders. Mm-hmm. Then we're waiting for materials to come in and for the schedule to open up, you know, as well for yeah. which crews are available. So it still could take an additional three to four months for that to happen. With, with our, with, we are usually the last person on the job, number one. Uh, so if it's a new home construction, a lot of times we're talking to someone, especially if it's in town and country or a place like that where they have all sorts of restrictions on, on green space and they want a certain amount of landscaping and things. Many times we're doing plans for the, this kind of a client a year or two in advance if it's mm-hmm. a you know really big house. It takes a year or two to build. And uh, we just did one a couple of years ago in Bell Reef Country Club grounds. It was a major project. They had to get a lot of approvals and changes. And every time you changed a tree, it had to get... Reapproved and just the same thing with change orders on, you know, the construction. But typically, if you were to call us right now, and we are starting to advertise on different places, if you were to call now to uh, get a landscape appointment, excuse me, one of our designers, Jim Van Bakkenberg or Bill Minford, would call you back in the next, in the same day or the next day or two and uh, make an appointment with you the same week, I'm sure, uh, providing your schedules matched up. And this time of year, they can get a design drawn and a proposal to you maybe within a week, two weeks at the very most. And you could be first on our schedule when the proper time the plant is. Uh, We don't have a huge backlog. We usually try to get through most of our work every year. Uh, We have some jobs, of course, that are ongoing that we go back to every year and have certain commitments to as far as maintaining and whatnot. But if you get in and talk to us now, if you come out and buy a tree today and tag it today, uh, that tree is very feasibly because could be planted next week if the site's ready. We get our dig right, right uh, squared away, and the weather's right. So that's why we really uh, press the people get out if they want the spring blooming blooming plants like the early bloomers, like magnolias and cherries and things that are so gorgeous that everybody seems to you know know it's spring and enjoy it, love it, and then they come raid the nursery looking for that tree, wishing they had it in their yard. 
And by the time it gets in their yard, a lot of times it's done flowering. So, you know, get out there. If you want that uh, March bloom or those April bloomers, get them, get them tagged, get them on our schedule, and we'll be happy to get them in the ground for you, you know, in the next uh, month or so, weather pending. So we're, we're, we're in pretty good shape. And this is, nobody ever thinks about it. You know, everybody wants know. us to do maintenance. They want us to do mulching or whatever. And we do very little of that because it's so time-consuming. It's like somebody asking you to come paint their bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. You know, but, right. you know, if you're in the off-season and you've got your guy out there working and, you know, or if you're if you're in the middle of a job or something, you have to paint it, you're, you may be doing that. But it's not something you're going to want to come back and do. Right. And, you know, we we will do a little bit of maintenance uh, on the off-season this time of year. But, again, that stops once, once the... Uh, uh, garden center gets busy and the landscape starts and things around first of April we get we get backed up and we're you know do you have recommendations for people to call instead of you guys that can just uh, do not really so, just... some of the, the lawn people that people generally yeah. use or, or they will put the mulch center. down fairly reasonably Find a 16 year old kid in your neighborhood well, yeah good luck with that but uh, <laughs> one of the problems with getting the people that don't know what they're doing when they're mulching is they don't know what they're mulching over Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times what may this time of year look like a dead weed is a perennial. So mm. that happens a lot of times with uh, uh, when they just get some guy in a truck with has firewood and mulch and, you know, from Perryville or whatever. And they, they, they'll and they'll put it on as thick as possible, too, because they charge you by the wheelbarrow, you know, yeah. or by the yard or whatever. And they'll they'll put that stuff on, you know, six inches thick and it may not need to be that thick. And they may put it over things they shouldn't put it over. And so you do want to make sure that your perennials and things are marked and, and be aware. And I know, Marianne, we talk about, you know, having a little layout for your garden. It's always a good idea. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. It's just as important like as... Like an as-built. You know? Yeah, well, it's like as important as our designs that we're drafting together for plumbers and electricians that right. we have their their work on there as well. So. Right. Somebody yeah. said they woke it's up Trucker to Larry. an... Trucker Larry. Oh, Trucker Larry woke up to an earthquake-centered 240 miles south of Oklahoma City area. How about that? Yeah. Gosh, mm-hmm. whoever felt that, let us know. My sister's in Lawrence, Kansas. Maybe that's why the uh, the, the news was shaken just a little bit ago on, on, this, on the air that we were listening to. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> this is the Inside Out Show. I'm David. I'm Anne-Marie. And we'll be right back after this message. I'm Mike Robinson with Robank Properties, and I want your fixer-upper home or condo. It's crazy to spend a ton of money fixing it up when I will pay you top dollar right now. I don't even care what condition it's in. Your trash is my treasure. No inspections, no contingencies, just cold, hard cash. Call me, Mike Robinson, at 314-283-0867. That's Mike Robinson, 314-283-0867, or at robangproperties.com. Hi, this is John Schaefer. What's the one thing everybody talks about when it comes to roofing contractors? Is he local, and will he be there when I need him? I'm sure Jay Conter Roofing will be. They have over 48 years of expertise in the roofing industry. The Compton Roofing family has been serving St. Louis homeowners for over 72 years. Jonathan Compton prides himself in taking care of all his customers. Whether you need repair, replacement, storm damage, or total roof replacement, or that custom home, they'll be there to take care of your needs. They will work with your insurance company every step of the way to get everything that you deserve. Jay Compton Roofing understands that if he takes care of you, you will tell your friends, and that's the best advertising there is. Call Jay Compton Roofing for a no-obligation estimate at 314-800-9859. That's 314-800-9859. Or their website, the letter J, CompTonRoofing.com. J, Compton Roofing, experience you can count on, and quite frankly, quality that you should expect. So you just bought an electric car. 
Now you have to have some type of electrical service at the house for the car. Whom are you going to call? Can I recommend somebody? Baldy Electric. Baldy Electric's been around since 1996. Michael Baldy is a licensed electrician. He's OSHA certified, LEED certified, and everybody who works for him is as well. They're the best, whether indoor or outdoor, for your electrical needs. Whether it's an old house in the city or a brand new commercial building, Baldy Electric will make sure it is done right. Now, being an electrician, he's the expert. I'm comfortable maybe plugging in my battery for my phone. Outside of that, I'm calling Baldy Electric. Whether it's for lighting for the outside, security systems, appliance installation, backup generators, that's always a big deal. If it's electrical, I go to Baldy Electric. BaldyElectric.com, 314-968-9999. For all of your electrical needs, indoor, outdoor, commercial, residential, BaldyElectric.com. When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local. Keep it great. Touchless car washes. No brushes. Inside and out. Five area locations. Country Club Car Wash or cccwstl.com. That's the sound of the amazing heart beating at the rhythm of life. Every minute, every minute, every hour, every hour, every day, until the beat stops caused by the number one killer in Missouri, heart disease. Keep your beat alive with help from the Big 550 and KTRS Red. All this month, American Heart Month, will improve your heart health with some simple changes you can make to lower your risk of developing heart disease. Changes like losing weight, lowering your cholesterol, learning how to stop smoking, drinking in moderation, watching what you eat, and becoming more active. Start your journey to a healthy heart all February with KTRS Red. Presented by St. Luke's Hospital Heart and Vascular Institute, United Healthcare, and the Big 550 KTRS. Now, the Inside Out Show continues with Anne Marie Boges and David Sherwood. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on the Big 550 KTRS. Well, welcome back to the Inside Out Show on the Big 550 KTRS. We've got about another half hour. We're going to have our trivia question. Uh, and, folks, if you know the answer to the trivia, you can call us at 314-931-5877, or you can text us 84126. I'm David Sherwood, Sherwood's Forest. I'm here with Anne-Marie Boges from Anne-Marie Design Studios. And what is that trivia question? All right. <clears throat> trivia question is, what is the smallest United States state? Hmm, what is the smallest state in the United States? Mm. If you know the answer to that question, you can call us at 314-931-5877, and we will send you two tickets to the National Museum of Transportation, which is located on Barrett Station Road. Again, perfect timing for, mm. for weather to go there. There you go. And we've got another text uh, <clears throat> talking about plants and things. and uh, Kind of take pictures of your, uh, fo- take photos of your uh, trees and things when they're blooming uh, mm-hmm. so that you'll know. Where they are, and uh, you know, when you make a nice little map so that when you remember how pretty they are too. Yeah, you'll remember what's there and the combination of colors, and if you like it, and if you want to change it, and 
He's, you know, a lot of a lot of these things are uh, really. Oop, we just got a text. There, we're at with the right answer. Mm-hmm. 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 That's the correct that answer. That was a quick answer. I, mean, so, I knew the answer immediately, but you know, I you just know. have so much geography. Well, that's right. <laughs> so much. What was <laughs> what it? What did I call it? Social, social studies. Social, social studies. I really got an A in social studies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the question again was, what is the smallest state in the United States? And the number again is three one four nine three one five eight seven seven. If you've got any questions about. Anything else uh, other than the trivia, uh, you can call that number and we can help you with any of your landscape questions. And if you've got a project coming up or a thought about a project in your kitchen or baths or remodeling a room or changing your laundry rooms around or something, Anne-Marie can help you with that. Then we've got another guest here from Trucker Larry, and it's wrong for a change. I'm surprised. I don't see that so, on my text. I'm surprised you didn't get. I'm surprised you got the wrong answer on that. Trucker Larry. Trucker Larry. Guess again. <laughs> there you go. But, it looks uh, like we're getting a call coming. We're getting in a for couple it, calls but... coming, starting to run through now. So, but I'm sure somebody's going to get this one Smallest and we'll get, a, get our get our little dinger ready. You know. Yeah. You ready, Pat? Pat, we'll get it going. So. <laughs> yeah, we're on we're on the air today, of course, for the regular two hour schedule, and I think next week we're still two hours. Uh, yeah, let me look real quick here. Yes, next week is standard time frame. Like three weeks in a row, we are going to be on normal yeah, time. There you so. go. So we're back on back on the saddle again here. Yep, so. and we do have a caller here. Looks like you <clears throat> might know the answer to trivia. Tom, are you there? Hello, Tom. Yeah, I am. It's Rhode Island. Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Ding, 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 ding. There you got That's the correct. bell. You First go. caller. Great First job. caller. Good job. We had a couple texts. Uh, somebody texts the right answer of Rhode Island. Somebody texts uh, Trucker Larry. Thought it was Hawaii. Uh, Trucker Larry. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, thank you for calling in. Stay yeah, on the line here. And Todd and... will get all your information, and we'll get you those tickets over to uh, the National the Museum of Transportation. Yeah. yeah, we'll get them to you. Yeah, the... Um, like I was mentioning earlier, we are bringing in trees, talking about the early bloomers. Uh, we just uh, put in a, an order for some more cherries. Last week we got in, or two weeks ago, we got in Kwanzaa cherries and Yoshino cherries and <clears throat> some great-looking um, wildfire uh, nissa or black gum, various maples and things, uh, a few red buds, a few dogwoods. Uh, we'll start bringing more red buds and dogwoods in next week. We got some flowering crabs in last week, too, which is a good early bloomer. And that's one that the... Uh, Birds and things love the little small berries. And the, on the flowering crabs, they all have a, a persistent berry, what, uh, all the varieties now, which is a smaller apple, uh, which looks more like a cranberry, actually, uh, than it looks like the old-fashioned crab apple trees that we used to have as a kid that we used to have fights with. Yeah, I don't know if you did or not. <laughs> no. But they, they were apples that we'd throw at each other and, yeah. you know, that were on the crab apple trees that, the or ground. put them in slingshots. They were probably about an inch diameter, inch and a half. And those would fall off in the middle of the summer and be kind of messy. But the, the newer varieties of crabs <clears throat> will hold that fruit and it stays on uh, you know, kind of into the winter and it uh, sort of shrivels up and dries up and the birds and turkeys and things love it. So... If you're a bird watcher or if you like turkeys and things, they're really fun to watch the turkeys jump up and uh, get into the into the uh, flowering uh, crab trees, malice, uh, and uh, f- find those uh, little tasty treats. And this time of year is a good time to go ahead and get some water out for the birds. And you can uh, get your bird feed out and uh, maybe... Uh, do a little walking around the yard, maybe smash down some of the mole holes. Yeah, we uh, do. Yeah. If you had do a roll, you, sod roller or something. Do you know a lot about bees and what to do if bees get in your, your yard? My sister has a, a farm and yeah. bees got into some grain. Oh, like bumblebees? Yeah. Well, Why, I wonder. Uh, this, what, does she have a, a silo a or farm. something? Yeah, goat farm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure you can get a, a, a bee. A, it's a Marianne somebody, question. A, somebody that uh, tends to bees can sometimes find where the hive yeah, is and, have, and move the they're hive. They're trying to find the queen. And yeah, and, and that would be the best thing to do. And I, I would imagine that there there are people in the... The beekeepers like those kind of things if they can find the hives. The fact that you're seeing them now, I guess it's a heated or an area that's sort of not really cold. No, it gets cold there. I think it just had a huge temperature change and she noticed uh, it. Oh, flying around. They do kind of yeah. become active. It's it's amazing how <clears throat> when we get anything that flowers, the witch hazels will be one of the first things that flowers in the middle of the winter wintertime. Uh, it's a shrub, a tree, kind of a shrub sort of in between mid-size uh, plant that grows up to about uh, 10 to 12 feet tall. can be multi-stem or can be kind of a single stem, more of, more of a shrub, though. But uh, they bloom middle of winter. And uh, when you get a warm day sometimes and those witch hazels are blooming, you will see some bees come out from their hiding places and uh, get a little nectar when they can. And, and one of the crazy things that tends to bloom very early in the season is boxwood, believe it or not. Uh, which, you know, is far from being a native or anything like that. And people don't think of it as a flowering plant, but they put out a lot of little small flowers early in the spring when they start before they put their leaves out. And uh, you'll see a lot of bees and uh, different insects swarming around those and getting any kind of uh, nectar that they can. So, you know, there's a little bit of everything's got a good advantage to some kind of anything green that you could put in your yard is uh, better than... Uh, uh, concrete and uh, asphalt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, we, we want to try to get as much green space, however you, whatever you choose, choose to do. Uh, we've got a text here. Somebody missed the first part of the show, <clears throat> and they want to talk about, is it a good time to put down preen in their beds? And it is about the right time to put preen. Preen is a pre-emergent, and there's a lot of different brand names. That is a type of uh, one that uh, comes by the name preen. And what, what preen does is you, uh, if you have your mulch, fresh mulch down, or if not, you can sprinkle a layer of preen over the top of it, which in this particular brand looks kind of like uh, yellow salt and pepper or whatever, like yellow salt. And uh, that will create, looks like cornmeal almost. That'll create a vapor barrier from the seeds that might be in your mulch or in the weeds and the top of where the preen is. That'll keep these things from, any weeds from growing. <clears throat> One thing you do have to be concerned about, if you have bulbs or if you're planting any kind of seeds or if you have any kind of uh, perennials that reseed themselves, sometimes that preen can affect that. So if it's just a mulch bed uh, that has nothing in it uh, but mulch and shrubs and things, it, the preen would be great to put down. In it. And I would say within a, another couple of weeks. If you have it now, you could put it down now. It wouldn't hurt a bit. But uh, you may want to reapply it again a little bit later on, depending on how much rain and things we get. We've got another uh, text here. What can I plant in rocky, poor soil in the Lake of the Ozarks for the deer? I don't know if they're looking for um, something that is deer-proof or something that the deer likes. Hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, they like everything. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, a lot of. I mean, if, if you're wanting to attract deer, uh, and, and a lot of people plant uh, clover and things like that in in their foraging areas of. For for the deer, there's a lot Rocky of poor soil. Will it grow in poor soil? Yeah, you can put uh, clover seed down, and you know and that would be something that deer's. We've been did it back in our back field where the deers will uh, enjoy the uh, flowers and things off that. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of different uh, things you go to a feed store, and and they could uh, probably recommend some of the different uh, seed like a valley elevator that could recommend anything that you might want to put as a, a seed crop that would attract deer. 
Uh, if you're wanting to plant something that deer won't like in rocky soil, I'm not sure if that's the question, like a landscape-type uh, plant, there are certain things that the deers do stay away from, you know, things like uh, uh, barberries and different things that are thorny. Typically, uh, the deers might not bother too much of, but uh, we can get into a little bit more of that uh, in a few minutes. Uh, this is the Inside Eye Show. Oh, we have a, we have a phone call we got to take real quick? Let me see. Okay. This this is the Inside Out, so we'll be right back after this message. No better place and no better time to start saving than Neighbors Credit Union. You'll find great rates and flexible terms at Neighbors. You'll also find terrific CD specials. Best of all, your savings are safe, secure, and insured at Neighbors Credit Union, up to $500,000 per individual member. It's super easy to open up account at Neighbors Credit Union. Stop by one of their eight area branches or visit the website, neighborscu.org. That's neighborscu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Additional insurance by ESI. Hey, St. Louis, Together Credit Union, City SC's official banking partner, is offering a guaranteed way to grow your money with two limited-time CD promotions. The first option is an 11-month CD term with a 5.40% annual percentage yield. The second option is a 19-month CD term with a 5.00% annual percentage yield. Both options require a minimum balance of $1,000. Visit togethercu.org today. Early withdrawal penalties apply and may reduce earnings on the account rates as of January 19th. Rates subject to change without notice. Membership eligibility required. Federally insured by the NCUA. Got gold? Get green at Jewels on Hampton. Jewels on Hampton pays the most for your precious metals. Jewelry, gems, currency, antiques, and collectibles. Jewels on Hampton buys precious and semi-precious gems and stones, scrap gold, and sterling silver. Jewels on Hampton buys and sells paper money, wristwatches, and pocket watches. They even take pianos and cars. To sum up, bring your gold chains, bracelets, rings, coins, dental gold, and more to Jewels on Hampton, 4506 Hampton Avenue in St. Louis. And get green online at JewelsOnHampton.com. Family-owned and operated, Morelli Tuck Pointing has been repairing chimneys and walkways and porches, foundations, entire homes, anything brick and stone for 32 years. Morelli's longtime dedicated employees have earned them an A-plus rating with the BBB and the prestigious BBB Torch Award. They've also received the Angie Super Service Award each year since 2005. Great reviews on Google, Angie, and BBB encourage you to call 314-645-1387 when you need tuck pointing repairs or visit MorelliTuckPointing.com. Before you put your home on the market, before you have to pay money fixing it up to sell it, before you have to pay real estate commissions, call me. I'm Mike Robinson with Robank Properties, and I will buy your home. Any property, any condition, anywhere, and always as is. Call me, Mike Robinson with Robank Properties at 314-283-0867. That's 314-283-0867. You have nothing to lose when you call Robank Properties at 314-283-0867. I'd like to give a shout out to the window store, Larry Thornton and his son, Joe. Since they've been advertising on the Big 550 KTRS, the response from the listeners have been fantastic. Fantastic. If you're looking for windows or you're looking for doors, I would recommend going to the store, the window store. They sell windows and doors, and they do it better than anybody else in town. You see, it's a family-run business and has been a family-run business for all these many years. And guess what? They're really not into playing the game, the marketing game. Buy one, get seven free. Buy one, take 85% off the second one. No. Every window is energy efficient. There is no upselling. It includes everything you'll need. No gimmicks. One fair price. Take it or leave it. They are 
a great St. Louis company, and you probably know somebody they know they've been around so long. The window store, whether it's vinyl windows, wood windows, or any type of entry door, the window store. Call them for a no-cost, no-obligation, no-hassle bid. 314-739-0002 or wswindow.net. Now, the Inside Out Show continues with Anne-Marie Boges and David Sherwood. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors on the Big 550 KTRS. Welcome back to the Inside Out Show. We've got a bunch of texts. Uh, bumblebees will wake up very early sometimes, uh, usually when the hen bit is blooming. And that is something that is one of the first weeds that does come out that preen will kill, by the way. Hmm. But a lot of people, you know, like the fact that the hen bit does come out bloom as one of the early bloomers. And we do have a phone call. Yeah, we've got a caller. Tony. Tony, are you on the line? Hello, Tony. Yes, uh, uh, I've got a question about the plant you were just talking about that uh, that attracts bees. Does that also attract the hummingbirds? Uh, well, uh, we're, hummingbirds are usually more attracted to things like uh, that have a red funnel type shape uh, bloom to it, right. like different things of right, that sort. And you know, I didn't know if they would be attracted to nectar too. I don't well, know. Well, they, you know, they'll. The hummingbird will bounce around just about anything that's got nectar on it. When we have, uh, you know, hydrangeas and things out that are blooming, we see hummingbirds on them and uh, even roses and things of that sort. But uh, they're, it, it just depends if the, the hummingbirds are usually, depending on what's blooming in hummingbird season, you don't see hummingbirds as early as, for instance, early. a boxwood or the uh, but witch hazel. But I, still, but I still like seeing both. And yeah. I thought it would be a combination thing. I'm wanting to plant something out in my front yard, something that's going to attract bees and hummingbirds. Right. So maybe I could do a, maybe I'd do a bulky thing where, you know, it's somewhere in between the whatever. I don't have a huge front yard, but maybe I can do one of each on each side of my house or something sure. like that. Sure. You can have a combination of things that bloom during different times of the, of the year, and that's the key thing is that, the bees do need nectar early, and the early bloomers take care of that. A lot of a lot of the things, natives and things, will bloom in the midsummer. Uh, and uh, if you can, uh, you know, try to have things that bloom in various different times of the year, it's great for the the bees and or the hummingbirds, and especially the hummingbirds come in later in the season. So, hey, how how late does this bush, um, you know, attract the bees? Well, when there are any 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 bush that's flowering has a just a you know a a period of time when it flowers, and the, the like I said, the boxwood just odd, oddly blooms kind of early in the spring, around March when it's pushing okay. out its leaves, and the, you know that's, that's something that uh, you know the, the bees do come to, or they'll they'll come to have anything that's yeah. blooming early, and like the henbit uh, that uh, we had the texter say that is a weed, and you know in, in most people's perception. Uh, will be and dandelions and clover and things of that sort. The, the bees are come to all that early, right? Okay. So, well, yeah. uh, so is there anything else that that's like a long blooming type thing that that attracts bees and maybe hummingbirds? Well, there's a lot of different vines and things like trumpet vines is one that the uh, hummingbirds love. Some of the hibiscus they love a lot. Uh, there are some tropical plants that the hummingbirds will be attracted to that bloom all summer long. And a lot of the annuals as well. So uh, there's lots of different okay. things at, at the garden okay. center. Yeah. Promoting <clears throat> your... I'm sorry, what was that? I didn't... Yeah. Shoot, we're cutting out. I think we're losing you. 
But yeah, we can, you know, we, we can, uh, you know, people at the, people at the, yeah, people at the, people at the garden center can kind of show you around different things that bloom different times of the year and uh, that uh, would be beneficial for hummingbirds and or bees. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I still didn't hear the name. You two talking together. I'm hard of hearing too, so I can't hardly hear. Okay. So can you, can you still repeat the name? your garden center? Oh, my garden center is Sherwood's Forest Nursery and Garden Center. Okay, and whereabouts is that? It's on Barrett Station Road, and that's out in West County, right out in the uh, Manchester Baldwin area. Oh, okay. All right. Great. All right, great. Thanks very much. Thank you for calling. And we were back to the what plants are good for uh, white-tailed deer and things. There's, you know, all sorts of different uh crops that, that you can plant that you can get seeds, but there's some of the natives that they really like. They like uh, planting some of the uh, things like Al- Alabama superjack, greenbrier, blackberries, strawberry bushes, things of that sort are things that the uh, the deers like to have out uh, planted, and uh, you can put that in the garden as well. And a lot of, there's lots of different things that people usually aren't looking for things that deer like, but if you're in a wooded area and you're you know, maybe you're a deer hunter or whatever and you want to Plant things that keep them healthy and things that's a, a, a great thing to use. Uh, what do we have? Lots of texts here. We've got a well, bunch of texts. One of them I got to back all the way up because Trucker Larry is so hilarious and he put Hawaii earlier for the guest and he put, oops, I thought the question was a state I wanted to be with my toes in the sand. <laughs> native, native, trumpet, native trumpet honeysuckle is one of the best things for hummingbirds. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was supposed to be any red plant. Like I thought they were talking well, to red. Red and the trumpet, red and the red trumpet, and trumpet kind of thing is what they're looking for. Uh, Somebody has an elevated planter box that they used last year for tomatoes, bell peppers, parsley, mint, basil, and espoma soil, of course, all from Sherwood's Forest. Mm-hmm. We left everything in a box over the winter. What do we need to prep the box for the season? Uh, pull out all of those. Uh, some of those things m- might be, I'm not sure, I don't have to reread the list, but if you, yeah, well, I don't, the mint may come back. Uh, the parsley might. Uh, if some of the uh, if you had rosemary or some of the oregano's are hardy and they will come back, but uh, the ones that don't come back, get those pulled out and just kind of you know make sure the weeds are out of the soil. You can go ahead and keep that soil from last year. I would I would suggest breaking it up with a hand trowel or something, raking it up a little bit, and then go ahead and when you get ready to uh, replant. It might need a little bit more soil because of the root balls that you pulled out of the of the dead perennials, and then you could go ahead and put down a little uh, a spoma fertilizer, and they have one that's made for vegetable gardens or whatever you're trying to plant. That would be a, a good thing. To They're use. also asking, did we put them in? What's the, the first thing we should plant in seed or seedling form, and when should we put them? Well, in? Well, as far as uh, seedlings, I would wait on any. If you want to start your seedlings again, if you have the planting guide from St. Louis Composting Seed St. Louis. It tells you when you can start those seeds inside or when you can plant them outside. But certain things, uh, you know, could be planted as early as March as far as the uh, sowing the seeds directly in the ground. And that would be things like spinach and uh, adami and uh, some of your beans and things can be sowed directly in the in the uh, ground uh, later on in the season. And I would, I, I, we're a little bit early for most of that, but all of your cold all your cold lettuces and things like that can all be done in March, uh, and the, and the guide really kind of breaks all that out real real nicely. But as far as herbs, uh, your parsley you can maybe get by on on March on that. Basil and things I would wait. 
because that is very delicate as far as uh, we, we, we talk about more in May on basil. So it kind of depends on the, the different herbs that you do. Some you could put the seeds in now. Some you could put the plants in a little bit later. But uh, we're a little bit on the early side yet. But the seed, the seed guide is really great. It really shows a lot of that stuff on there. Uh, another question is, can you plant bulbs now? Well, bulbs you should have gotten in the ground in, in November or something like that when, they, when you bought them. If the bulbs are still fresh, you know, and they seem viable, you're better off putting them in the ground now than throwing them away. Uh, you have two choices if you haven't planted your bulbs. Uh, you can put them in the ground now, which should be okay as long as they're not squishy, you know, like a like an overripe onion, uh, and you know, real soft. They, they they could very well come back out. Or you can put them in pots if you hadn't got around to planting them, and get get them cold somehow. They need to have a, a good six weeks of cold, and that could be in your garage if you put them in pots, or that could be in the ground if you put them in the ground now. And there's a good chance that you'll still have those things blooming uh, this spring. So uh, get them in the ground or do something with them for sure. This is the Inside Out Show. I'm Anne Marie. I'm David. And we'll be right back after this message. Hey, business owners. Are you stressed out over the daunting task of preparing your W-2s, 1099s, and tax returns? Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group and the author of the number one best-selling book on taxes, Keep What's Yours. To start the new year right, I'd like to offer you a free tax analysis, so stop stressing. Give us a call at 636-394-5524, or you can visit us on the web at capitaladvisorygrp.com. If you don't have a tax plan, you can't have a financial plan. Not properly planning your taxes in retirement could leave you with paying hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in unnecessary taxes. The choice is yours. You can ignore it and hope for the best, or you can join me, Kevin Lloyd, the host of When Retirement Happens, and get a better understanding of ways to help you control your taxes in retirement. Reserve your seat at our next tax workshop by calling 314-641-1010. There's no cost or obligation to attend, though we do require you to be within five years of retirement or already retired with at least 500000 of investable assets. You can also sign up online at whenretirementhappens.com to join me, Kevin Lloyd, 314-641-1010. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Join your St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and music director Stefan Denev for Carmina Burana. This epic work delivers goosebumps with its songs of joy, love, and celebration. Experience Stefan's Trilogy of Fate, Featuring evocative music by Arvo Pert, Lara Auerbach, and Richard Wagner. February 17th and 18th at Stiefel Theater. Tickets at slso.org. What if I told you that with one click to Wholesale Signing Depot, that's wsdepot.com, you can view the best selection of windows, doors, siding, and decking products that are durable, up-to-date, and energy-saving that will increase your home's value and comfort. All at wholesale pricing to save your hard-earned money. My grandson Elijah says, Are you kidding me? My name is Julius Krasanik, celebrating 51 years in this industry. Our local and family business is Wholesale Siding Depot. Please visit our website at wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. For name brand windows from Anderson and Viwinko, CertainTeed Composite and Vinyl Siding, 
Pro-V and Masonite doors, decking from Azac Envision Fortress and Trex. We also offer a free contractor referral service to take care of your installation needs. Keep it local and professional. Please visit WSDepot.com. That's WSDepot.com. You're selling your home, and I want to buy it. This is Mike Robinson with Robank Properties, and I am ready to pay top dollar for your home. No contingencies, no inspections, no monkey business. I buy your home no matter the condition or location, and you walk away with cash. Call me, Mike Robinson, at 314-283-0867, 314-283-0867, or at robangproperties.com. That's R-O-B-A-N-G, properties.com. Now, the Inside Out Show continues with Anne-Marie Boches and David Sherwood. Brought to you by Boardwalk Hartwood Doors on the Big 550 KTRS. Welcome back to the Inside Out Show. I'm Anne-Marie Boges with Anne-Marie Design Studio here on the Big 550 KTRS with yes. my co-host David Sherwood from Sherwood's Forest and Nursery. Yeah, we got a bunch of texts. We sure do. Thank you guys for listening and asking all these great questions. So we've got someone saying, looking for a company that installs countertops and does everything from taking the old one out, sink installation, and installing pipes. Everyone so far is co- that she's contacted requires something to be done by someone else. Why is it so difficult to have one company do everything? So my my gut reaction is we do everything, so call us. Right. Uh, my company is Anne Marie Design Studio. Our phone number is six three six eight two one three three nine five, and our website is Anne with an E Marie Studio dot com. Anne Marie Studio dot com, okay. and we will do everything. We've done that exact same thing you just mentioned for many many people. Typically, it turns into a little bit more added every time too. Like mm-hmm. I want to backsplash well, also, and let's and, get rid of those cabinets. Right. <laughs> but let's talk you through that process. I'm happy to help do the whole entire thing. So. Don't hesitate. There you go. Uh, and that's what you want. It's not. It's different than going to Home Depot and buying a countertop right. and then trying to get somebody to yeah. install that. Countertop people do countertop things. Yeah. Plumbers do plumbing things. Yeah. So we will handle it You're all for you. You're a general contractor and yep. you have all the stuff One that stop you shop. do it. And somebody want to know how early they can put down crab grass preventer uh, and uh, fertilizer preventer, weed out, whatever. Uh, I always say right when the forsythias start blooming. And, again, we that could happen next week. In the next couple of weeks, the weeds are going to start coming out. So your crabgrass preventer, I would say you could go to the garden center and get it at any point in time. It can be put on the ground on a beautiful day like today or in the next few weeks. Uh, even the ground is frozen. It's not a problem. Oh. And if the snow goes over the top, it's not going to hurt it a bit. Another texter says one of their redbud trees is not doing too good. I have a small sucker coming up from last year. It's nearly four foot tall. Can I leave it growing just in case? A lot of times when a tree is dying or has a problem, they will put a sucker out. So it's not a bad idea keeping that sucker on and see what the tree looks like. And you can go ahead and uh, eventually, uh, if if the sucker can take over that tree, you can uh, trim the old red bud back or if, if it's dead or half dead or something. It's not a bad idea to keep the sucker in to just take a look at it. So. We did at our personal house. We've got uh, two trees that really uh, were doing poorly, so we didn't know what to do. So we had someone come out that we've been recommended to by lots of family friends. We've got a tree business, right? So mm-hmm. this guy's name is Chris Curia. His phone number is 
2582. His company's been in business for 35 years. It's called Curia's Tree Trimming. He basically does thinning, goes through deadwoods, tree removal. He's fully insured. They came out and told us exactly what we should do. And then he was there this morning before I left to come here to do radio. He was getting rid of our, our dead it. trees and telling us what we should or should not do. So Gotta love that. very helpful. And Trucker Larry said he's uh, got a brother-in-law right now is at a barbecue class with a guy who owns Slaps Barbecue. He's Yum. trying to get an auto, autographed bottle of it for me. How about that? <laughs> Chuck or Larry, you're unbelievable. Winter is far from being over, yes. We yes, know. we know that. Winter is far from being over a lot of times in May in St. Louis, but uh, <laughs> at least I, I should say cold weather. But uh, we, we are, we're still good for some cold weather. And planting trees dormant this time of year is absolutely zero problem. Uh, anything that you see at the nursery that we are digging and bringing in. We've got them mulched in, just, you know, staying warm in our little mulch beds. And in the temperature that we have outside, and they're much better off planted in your ground. When should you plant a tree? Uh, The best time to plant a tree would have been 20 years ago. The second best time is today. And so, yeah, the the ground is perfect. When's a good time to dig up hosses and uh, striped lyrope if you want to move them? or, Or if you're just wanting to get rid of them, what's the best way? Uh, if you know where they are, uh, you could dig them up now if you want to get rid of them, of course. Uh, the Laropi, you probably are going to have a little hard time knowing exactly how far it's spread into your garden and the hostas. But typically, uh, you transplant perennials and things late February, early March, just when you kind of can know where they are in your yard, unless you've got a mark well. You can dig a, a clump of, like, let's say, hosta or Laropi out. And you can take that plant and you can split that clump up and get multiple plants out of it and plant it in different areas so it's, uh, you know, not crowding whatever reason you're wanting to move it. Uh, and the Laropi can be, you know, somewhat invasive sometimes, the, the, the variegated. There's two different kinds of variegated Laropi. There's a yellow and green that stays a little more clumping. There's a white and green one that's a little bit more invasive. So, uh, you know, depending on what you want to do with it, but... Uh, Give it another few weeks, but uh, if you just if you were had construction going on or something, and you had a reason you needed to move it now, you could move it now without any problem whatsoever. So, but uh, any you know cutting the roots of something and, and then uh, not being able to get water to it uh, maybe two weeks from now is maybe not the best idea. But you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things you can be doing in a garden. I would get out there and take a walk around a little bit too and see see what's happened. I I, I walk the neighborhood uh, and I see that uh, branches have been broken off by deer, just small trees, just snapped off, hanging there. You want you know go out there if you see some deer damage, clean up those trees a little bit and uh, you know cut cut them clean so that you don't have a you know hanging loose and uh, you know causing more damage. Make sure you had these winds we had a few weeks ago didn't tilt uh, some of your evergreens a little bit. Today would be a day that you could go out there and stop them in the ground a little bit and straighten those trees out just a little bit to, you know, make everything in good shape. And it's it's time to start thinking about fertilizers for your trees and shrubs. Different types of things can be put uh, down at uh, different times of the year. And we uh, have a full line of Espoma products, the Holly Tone and Tree Tone and things of that sort. And we like to get that down just when the trees start putting out their growth. And that could be, depending on the trees, it could be uh, sometime mid-February, you can start applying some of that tree fertilizer and start being used very nicely from the trees. And just like you're thinking about what's going on on the outside of the house, right now is a great time to walk around the inside and put a little list together of every room. Say, all right, you know what, in this room we are going to need new mirror and a new light. And wow, walk through the house and realize I really need new doorknobs. 
or, hey, I need a new foyer light fixture. So create a little list for yourself for this spring to understand what little projects you could take on and or what big projects you'd like to tackle. There you go. We've got another text. Somebody's got a skinny little ginkgo tree, seven, eight foot tall with a skinny trunk. They had about three years. I'd like to move it to the front, front to the backyard. Yeah, you could do that now. Right now we're digging trees in the nursery and transplanting them. If it's about uh, seven, eight foot tall, it's probably an inch diameter trunk. Uh, do a ball ball on it, maybe the size of a basketball, a full-size regular basketball, and uh, pop that thing out of the ground and put it uh, where you want it and make sure you stake it good. I'm David Sherwood from Sherwood's Forest. We're open uh, six days a week, Monday through Saturdays, 8 to 3. And you can see us on Sherwoods-Forest.com. And you've got sod. And we've got sod and firewood. <laughs> and I'm Anne-Marie from Anne-Marie Design Studio. Our showroom's in Wildwood. You can contact us on our website or on just give us a call. Our phone number is 636-821-3395. And our website is Anne with an E, Marie studio.com i'm also on instagram and facebook we'd love to help answer questions you guys have about your project and hopefully just renovate that whole thing out for you and it's going to be an early spring because the groundhog, groundhog didn't see so. its shadow I didn't think. see i get confused about that but yeah all right I, I, well we'll go we'll see what it's see what next week's brings and we'll <laughs> see if we can revise that opinion thanks everybody for listening we appreciate it